Hey everyone, welcome to a brand new series called Kayla Runs a Half Marathon, where I'll be coaching and interviewing aspiring distance runner Kayla Roten through her journey to her first half marathon. Follow week by week as Kayla trains for her big day and let's find out together what it takes to cross the finish line. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Kayla, how's it going? Hey, Harrison, it is going well. Um, I'm exhausted. <laughs> Had a busy week, but it's going pretty well. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you feeling after such a such a long run on Saturday? Well, I guess it wasn't Saturday. It wasn't Saturday. <laughs> Tell me um, your, your week. Yeah, this week has been so busy. Um so as you know, people who haven't listened um, before, maybe we moved to Connecticut and <clears throat> this week was um, the last week we were visiting my parents. And so it was a lot of packing. We squeezed in a last minute um, weekend or not weekend, but overnight getaway with um, my sister and her family. Um, so my kids got to spend time with their cousins. So there was a lot that happened this week. Um Monday, you had me running three miles. So I got up early. Um, I went to, there's a really cute downtown area um, in Bentonville, Arkansas. So I went and ran, ran around there. Um, and Monday was kind of a struggle for me. Um, I think part of it was that I had planned to run somewhere else. And I had a route all planned out. Um, but that ended up not being accessible. And so I um, went to this new location. It was just kind of trying to make it up. Like I didn't have a route planned out. So, um, you know, kind of a lot of that, like pause, let me <clears throat> figure out where I'm supposed to go next. Um, and even I was running pretty early in the morning, but like we've talked about before, it was just so hot and humid. Um, so it was fine. Not my best run. Um, but it like was just fine, I guess. Um, and then Tuesday you had me running two miles. Um, and Tuesday is when it was kind of a last minute thing, but we took a, an overnight trip up to Springfield, Missouri. Um, 
And so I did my two miles at the hotel on the treadmill and that was fine. You know, like running on the treadmill is not ideal just because it's gets monotonous and boring, Yeah. <laughs> but, um, like it felt totally fine. And, um, I could tell I was tired probably just because it had already been, um, like I'd already started packing and then we had driven up to Springfield and I'd run the day before. So I could tell I was like more tired than usual on a two mile run, but like, it still was fine. I just kind of took it easy and slow. And I did try to do like on both of those runs. Um, I tried to pay attention to my cadence. Like you had me doing last week. Um, and those were good. I think I was starting to get a little more of the hang of, um, trying to do a faster cadence without like, you know, meaning to, or like almost sprinting, if that makes sense. Like I was trying to just, I wasn't trying to like, I don't know how to explain this very well, but, um, when I had done it before, anytime I increased my cadence, I was unknowingly like almost sprinting like yeah. i think yeah, yeah. not i don't think i was doing it correctly before so this time i was trying to kind of do it correctly if that makes sense <laughs> yeah so you probably shortened your steps on this time around right is that yes it? yes instead of trying to match the same stride length but with faster steps yeah exactly that's you were good at explaining things um so yeah that like those were both good um not my best short runs but they still weren't terrible. Like they felt just okay, you know, just good. Um, And then Wednesday we were in Springfield. We went to, we like, we're doing things, sightseeing and stuff. And I did take that as a rest day because Thursday you had me doing my seven mile run. Yeah. And um, I'm really fortunate. My mom has a friend who is an amazing runner. Um, Her name is Emily and she's been running for 16 years. Um, and I was so nervous about the seven mile run because I haven't done, well, first of all, it's the furthest again that I've gone. Um, but also I haven't done a long run more than four miles without running with someone. My husband's been running with me. Um, but he had already started work in Connecticut and I was just, I, I was just worried about running by myself. So my mom reached out to her friend and just, just to see if she'd be interested in running with me. And she was totally interested. Like, she's like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'd love to do that. That'll be so easy. I'm like, what? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, But she was amazing. We got up um, very early. We started, well, I guess to her, she said it wasn't very early, but to me it was, (laughs) we started running at five 30. Um, And no, I had already, um, I, yeah, back home. So this was back in Arkansas and, um, she had planned out the entire seven mile course or route. Um, and her daughter runs cross country at the high school. And so her daughter joined us like halfway through to finish the, um, end with us. And it was, Okay, it was hard. Like, I'm not going to say it was easy because it wasn't. Um, but it was really fun because we just, like, chatted the whole time. And mm-hmm. um, and she is a great runner. Like, she, <laughs> the first couple of miles, I finally was able to get my breathing un- under control um, for, like, 
most of it. But the first couple of miles, I was like huffing and puffing and stuff. I think I was just trying to figure out her cadence because she was running at like a good cadence. So I was trying to kind of mimic her in a way, even though she was following my pace. Yeah. Um, but she was like chatting and I'm like huffing and puffing and she's like not breaking a sweat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I aspire to be her. Um, so yeah, it was 16 years. I know. I told her, I like was asking her about all this stuff and she started running like around the same time that I am now. And so, um, I'm like, okay, like it is doable to like start, you know, as an adult and make this a hobby and make this like a passion. Um, and it was just, yeah, it was amazing. Cause she, she told me that she, um, kind of likes to keep seven miles as her benchmark. Like that's her like usual long run when she's just maintaining like in her yeah. regular life. Sure. And she's like seven, seven miles is like a, a big thing in her experience. Like if you can do seven miles, then you can do like a lot more than you think. And so she says like, I, I like to make sure I can always do seven miles and then I can do a half marathon whenever I want. (laughs) She just like, and I'm like, okay, that's great to know. Um, but it was a really great experience. I did have to, um, take some walking breaks. I first walked at three miles. I mean, even though we were starting early, it was so hot and humid, like just, it just gets crazy there. Um, so I, walked for a tiny bit at three miles and then at four miles um we were kind of walking around a parking lot waiting for her daughter to join us so um did it there and then i did on this run i did try a new brand of fuel um i tried some gummies and it they did not sit well with me okay yeah it what um, brand was it it was cliff the cliff brand okay these they're like block gummies yeah Mm mm-hmm yeah. yeah. And, um, I did like the gummies more than I liked, like I liked the consistency, um, yeah. kind of better, but yeah, they just weren't sitting well with my stomach. Um, and I think they, like they did their job. Like I, I felt maintained the whole time. Like I never really hit a wall. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, it, I don't think I'll try those again just from personally. They yeah. just didn't sit well. Um, so that's good information to have. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, like I sent you my splits um for anyone listening. I did the seven miles in an hour and twenty-five minutes. Um and that my six miles was an hour and seventeen minutes, like whenever I did that before. Yeah. Um and so I didn't, it's not that I was trying to go faster. I think part of it was that I was trying to match her cadence and, um, she is a great runner. And so it just kind of naturally like happened that way. Um, but it, yeah, I did it and I'm super proud that I did it. And then, um, so that was Thursday. So then Friday, Saturday, and today is Sunday. We've been on the road driving to Connecticut. We just got here, um, maybe like five hours ago. So I, didn't do anything except like loading and carrying boxes and things <laughs> these last <laughs> few days. Um, but yeah, I'm feeling pretty good and I'm really excited that I did seven miles. It's still seems crazy that I'm like doing it, but I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. Well, huge milestone this week. Seven is awesome. And next week it's going to be eight miles. So buckle up for that. Have you noticed already a difference in the weather in uh, Connecticut or is it about the same as what it was in Arkansas? 
Well, it's it's hard to gauge because we've only been here. Um, we got here like around four and yeah. we've been moving. So like we got hot and sweaty. Um, yeah. I will say when I was in Arkansas these past few weeks, it's been exceptionally hot for June. Like it's so it was feeling it was in the high 90s feeling like 105 or something plus a ton yeah. of humidity. So it was hotter than it probably normally is at this time and um i like connecticut feels more humid than it was when i was here a couple weeks ago um so yeah i next week i'll have more to share about that because i i yeah. don't know yet <laughs> well that's awesome kayla it sounds like you had a great run it sounds like uh you, you know you hit a new milestone which is awesome seven miles is huge so i think one of the major takeaways that i'm hearing from your story from this week is that when we run with faster people, we get faster. And that's a, a theme that's come up multiple times in the podcast in the past. But as much as you can do that, go for it. I would encourage that to anybody. Um, even like on race day, you're going to find the adrenaline is great. It helps you give you a boost. But also being around so many other runners, it kind of forces you to run faster just because you're trying to keep up with everyone. Maybe you're making some new friends at the start line, you know, so try to be friendly with some people wherever you're going to be starting because at the race, they'll have um, pacers and different, you know, sections of people in different corrals probably. And so you'll want to kind of be friendly with the people around you and, and maybe find someone who's going to finish around the same time as your goal time. But yeah, I mean, running with faster people in, in your training runs always helps and helps the time go by faster, helps it be more enjoyable. I was just on Saturday doing my my run out in the heat and I was dying in like the last five minutes one of my buddies was running outside and he and I ran together and it, it almost just felt like those last five minutes were nothing. It's so funny how our mind works that way when it's hot and all we're focused on is the heat and how difficult it is and how much we want some water. You know, that's all we're going to think about. But when we're when, when our mind is occupied by something else, it tends to make the run a little bit easier. So um yeah, I mean, I would encourage that. But at the same time, I think it's healthy for you to get out and and get some training in without a friend or family member because it kind of forces you to endure that because you may on race day not have anybody to run with. You know, maybe everybody's kind of just in front of you or behind you or, you know, you never quite settle in with that person. and You don't, you don't want to be dependent on having someone else with you. So, yeah, I thought about that, too, um, when I was thinking if I should try to find someone for the seven mile, I was like, well, maybe this is what I need is to run and be forced, you know, to do it by myself. Um, I am glad I had the opportunity to run with Emily and it did help me a lot, but yeah, at some point I am going to need to do that. And um, I think that that will be, I think that like mental toughness aspect of it, because like at this point I know my body can do it. And um, like I've proven that and I'm improving all the time, but, um, I see what you mean. Like, you know, practicing that other part of it is going to be important at some, at some yeah. point. Yeah. I, I kind of think of training wheels, you know, when you think about a kid who's on a bike with training wheels, they, they already have the mechanics of riding the bike. They kind of get the concept. Training wheels are just there for sort of peace of mind. And you take those off and, Oftentimes, you know, it's a struggle for a little bit, but then they figure it out. And I think it's the same thing here. You know, you're physically able to do it. Now we just have to get you there mentally. And I think you can do it. There's, you're doing it every week with three-mile runs, two-mile runs, four-mile runs. It's just that longer distance we haven't had you do it 
but I, I think that's okay. Like as much as you need that mental support, go for it. We'll just make sure that before race day, you're getting in a few of those longer runs by yourself. Yeah. Well, and I keep, I need to keep reminding myself that, um, like I am, I mean, I want to do like the best I can, right? Like I don't want to have to take these walk, walk breaks. I don't want to have to do X, Y, Z, but, um, that is still okay. Like I am still learning and, you know, on my seven mile run, I did need to take some walk breaks and I did have to stop and (laughs) use the restroom and all these things. And that was like a little break I had, but, um, like that's okay too. And that doesn't, Yeah, I need to remember that that doesn't make it not as good because I am still doing it and still learning and improving and totally. Yeah. Well, and I don't want to make this about me, but I think bringing in some of my examples help, um, because I've been doing this now a few years and, and I, I've run, you know, a, a few marathons and just on, um, Friday was my long run. It was a two hour long run. And, um, I, I don't know if you had a chance to listen to the episode that we did with Courtney. Uh, yes. She talked all about fuel. And so I was like, I am determined to try this whole half gram to gram of body weight of carbs before I do my run. And so I ate, I probably ate like 70 to 80 grams of, of, uh, carbs, which probably still wasn't enough before my run, but I didn't have enough time to give it the, like the hour to two hours. And so I ate a whole bunch, drank a whole bunch. And then within 30 minutes, I was on the road and I felt it for the first 30 minutes. I was having to walk like every five minutes just because I felt like I had a brick in my stomach and I, Mm. I just could not, I could not handle it. And, and so I learned my lesson there. Obviously I need to give it more time if I'm going to eat that close to running that I can't eat that much. And, um, and then I had like some GI issues and I had to hit the bathroom halfway through my run. And then I had to like pause my Garmin and then I had to restart. So the whole thing was just frustrating and slow and hot and GI issues here and there. I say all that to say at every stage, you're going to have difficult runs. And so, um, you talk about kind of these walk breaks and and all of that. You're at the very beginning stages once you cross the finish line to that half marathon, then, you know, we can focus on how do we increase your speed? Let's focus on that. Let's get you running straight through. Let's, let's try some new things. But the goal now is not have you running your fastest half marathon. It's not having you run straight through. It's having you cross the finish line. So just let's not lose, let's not lose that goal, right? Like that, that needs to just stay planted in your mind that as long as you're, accomplishing the mileage then then you're doing what you've set out to do yeah definitely i think that's something any i mean any runner in general but um especially beginners can keep in mind like um it really is consistency and if you're just keeping the goal of like being consistent then that's incredible you know and that doesn't mean every run's going to be great but like if you just keep at it, like that is you reaching your goal and that's, you know, the whole point. So yeah, yeah, it's super great. And that, um, I listened to that podcast twice, <laughs> your last episode one, I was just like taking it all in and then I listened to it again so I could, you know, remember what the things were and take some notes. <laughs> and I did, um, take some of her advice for my long run. I also didn't get up early enough to you know eat as much as she recommended um because it was early i don't i don't know how people i would have to get up at like 3 30 and like no 
<laughs> do that. Um, but I did get up at four thirty because I also had to like get ready and drive to where um, yeah. we were running. And yeah, I think that it it did help. Like I had a little bit more than I usually would um, yeah. before a run. And yeah, I think it was good. And then I I didn't want to eat afterward. You know, like I just don't, yeah. especially because the the fuel I took in wasn't sitting well with me, but um, I did make sure to follow her recommendations on eating after. And I, I did feel way better after the seven mile run, like throughout the rest of the day than I did with my six mile. If you remember, I like yeah. felt so nauseous. So um, great information. Thanks for having her on the podcast. Cause that was really, really helpful. Yeah, it, it was. It, I think it was an eye opener for, it sounds like for you and for me that I'm never taking in enough fuel. And so that's going to be one of my biggest points of focus is just figuring out how I can take in more. And I think for everyone who listened to that episode, the whole two hour rule eating as much as she talked about, that's really for race day. And like, if you're going to go out and do a 18, 20 mile long run, I think that's even more important. If you're going out doing a two hour or less long run, like it's probably not necessary. Like, I don't want to discount what she's saying, but I, point being is the average runner just doesn't have that kind of time to get up two hours early, eat that much and then wait and then run. Right. Especially in the summertime when it's getting hot. So I just, I wanted to throw that out there, Kayla. So you don't feel like every Saturday you're having to get up two hours prior to your long run. Yeah. I will. I don't think I probably ever would just because that's so early. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, thanks. Cool. Well, any other questions or anything else that came up this week? Um, Okay, so I just thought of this as we're talking about fuel. Um, I know when we talked about fuel a few weeks ago, um, you talked about how like race day, the races will pass out like certain things. Yeah. Um, I happened to look up the race I'm doing and they pass out um, a brand I've never heard of before. Um, Now I can't, I think it's like you can or... Yeah, you something. Can. Okay. Um, I mean, is would you recommend I try those just because yes. that is what they okay. So find if, some. Yeah, if if you're going to take them up on that, then yes, tr- get some like now, try it out, make sure you like it. I've heard great things about the you can gels. So you can has these bars and these powders and different things that have this kind of um I don't know if technology is the right word because it's a food, but like a science behind them that is like a, some type of starch that I can't remember what they call it, but it's supposed to like sustain you long-term better than other things. But I, I've never really tried it out. I know other people swear by it. Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't know that I've ever really given it a fair shot. So maybe do some research on you can, um, products and see if if you like them but i think their gels are just regular gels they're just like straight you know sugar to give you the the boost that you need in that moment so um yeah definitely if you want to take them up on that go go buy some ahead of time okay um great and then i thought i would give an update last week i said i wanted to buy some new running shoes and i still do but just with packing and that um kind of impromptu overnight trip i I just couldn't do it. Plus the hours of the running store I was going to, um, they closed kind of early this last week. And so I couldn't quite get in before they closed. Yeah. So that is on my to-do list this week. 
um, because I want some new ones before my long run um, this week. So I'll report back. (laughs) Yeah, totally understandable. And I think, you know, what's going to be really fun is you listening back someday or your kids kind of getting to experience this cross-country move uh, all the while you're training for this half marathon. I think it's I think it's kind of a fun story to follow. And uh, people outside of the U.S. who are like, man, this must be a really big country. It is. And, you, you know, it started in Utah, took you through Arkansas and Iowa and now Missouri and uh, Connecticut. Like you've been all over the place. So oh, kind of yeah. About. It has been crazy. This last year, we my husband and I counted it up. Um, we literally have been through and or visited 30 states. <laughs> wow. It's been a lot of driving. And yeah, just... Um, this last drive, because we drove all day Friday, because we had to drive up to Iowa to pick up our moving truck and stuff. Um, and then all day Saturday, Saturday was a really long day. And then almost all day today or Sunday. Yeah. So yeah, it's, um, it's a lot, but we are really excited to be settled. That is for sure. Yeah. Well, congrats on the move. Congrats on being reunited with your husband out there. And I hope everything is going well with his program. Um, and uh yeah keep up the great work and if you don't have anything else i guess we'll uh we'll hear from you next week and again follow the same schedule you've been following the only exception is do your long run um eight miles on saturday as far as the shorter runs um let me see let me let me do some quick math in my head here so last week you did three two seven am i right Yes. So you did 12 miles in the week. Let's try to get 13 this week. So you're naturally, if you can kind of, you know what, let's, let's go for 14. I want to have you do three on, um, Monday and then your other run day has been Thursday. Am I right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Do three on three on Monday, three on Thursday, and then do eight on Saturday. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, your normal strength and cross training and then Friday kind of being an optional cross training or rest day. Okay, great. All right, let's give that a shot. See how it goes. And okay. and uh, by the way, just to kind of report back to everyone, I texted you about this, but you said that you haven't been experiencing any injuries or pains or anything. So that's great news, which is how we're able to continue to increase that mileage. Yeah, yeah, I've been feeling. Um, I was kind of surprised this last week, just with running two days in a row and the seven mile, but um, everything's feeling pretty good. So no, no injuries, no pains this week. Awesome. We'll keep us posted if that changes. Okay. Thanks, Harrison. All right. Have a great week. You as Thanks, well. Bye. Bye. Follow us on Instagram at Crummy Marathoners. We'd love to hear your feedback and take any questions you might have. Also, don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes come out. And please leave us a five-star review so more people can join this running journey with us. Our theme song is Change the World by Breck. You can find his music on Spotify, searching B-R-E-K-K.